of Focus After Dark with me. It's me, Dr. C, a.k.a. the mediator and Shiro, right here at our Ground Zero. As always, when we're at Ground Zero, it doesn't mean that we're at rock bottom. It simply means that we are on solid ground where we can gain our footing, dig in deeply, and prepare to propel ourselves so that we can soar with the eagles. So never cut yourself short or undercut yourself in believing that you are unworthy and you are non-deserving of 
everything positive and wonderful that this world and this life has to offer. And tonight is all about strays and squatters. But before we get into that, as Tori Lee's uh, opening music said, good music. Now it's time for some good conversation. Good evening to those of you who are in our call query. And to those of you who will be listening to the replay, I give you a shout out as well. And I see Brother Gene is over in our show chat room. So welcome to you as well. But before we get started, I want to give a special shout out to all of the countries and provinces and places around the world who have been supporting us year after year. So a special shout out to the United States of America, Canada, Mexico, the United Kingdom, Norway, Russia, Finland, Spain, the Ivory Coast, Nigeria, South Sudan, South Africa, Kenya, Ethiopia, Saudi Arabia, Turkey, Romania, the Czech Republic, Germany, Ukraine, Iran, India, China, Vietnam, Malaysia, Australia, Japan, Denmark, Italy, Tunisia, the Philippines, Sri Lanka, and the Netherlands. Thank you all wherever you are listening and whenever you are listening. You know, I always tell people that if I can help somebody, as the song says, then my living will not be in vain. I love it when our Reports come back and uh, our analytics, and we see that we're touching so many people throughout the world. Thank you so much for all of your support. And Focus, by the way, it's a registered trademark. It stands for Females Offering Clarity, Unity, and Success. Focus means so much. It's the beginning of a new year. We're only in the beginning of February, the second month of this new year, 2021. And we're going to stay on our journey month after month to help you walk this journey called life, to help you gain your power, to go from pain to purpose, to go from tragedies to triumph. To go from being victimized to being victors. Tonight is no different. Squatters and strays. So I did a search to see some of the best um, definitions of squatters and strays, of course. Uh, let me go over here. Let's see. Let's talk about the squatter first. A settler with no legal title to the land occupied. Let me say that again. A settler with no legal title to the land occupied. So we're going to come back to squatter in a minute. A stray. Now, the noun for a stray is a person or thing, especially a domestic animal. You know, we always talk about feral cats or stray dogs or whatever it is. Now, whether you're a male or a female, we've all had to deal with some sense 
of squatter or stray in our lives. In the last couple of months, and some of these things I've spoken about before, um, just on one of the talk shows just uh, earlier this week, it was a two-part series where, and this reminded me so much of my um, marriage, my last marriage and relationship. This man, uh, he had a wife, and um, he was so delusional. He was making himself grander than life. He was a CIA operative, a Marine, a, a sniper, and everything else in the Army, whatever it was. He had all of these grand titles, and he also had a mistress. He had a wife. He had a mistress. And when the wife had, I believe she had gone away for a while, he was so emboldened that he actually put all of her items, all of her clothes, everything, anything that proved that they lived together in this house, put them in trash bags, hid them in the garage, and had his mistress stay with them and their children, he and his wife's children, while she was away in their home, in their home. All the while, behind the scenes, he was plotting on how to kill his wife and um, bring the mistress in full time. Uh, We'll come back to that in a moment. But another um, show was when this woman had met a guy and he was supposed to have been a doctor. Again, ideas of grandeur and delusion This man was going out every day claiming that he was going to work at the hospital. The difference is he had actually stolen a real doctor's ID and was walking around the hospital uh, fraternizing with all of the nurses and things, playing as a doctor until I believe one of the nurses had gotten hip to the game. And uh, he was even going in patients' rooms the whole nine yards, but One of the nurses was not buying his spiel, and she decided to say, does anybody know this doctor or to look into this? And this woman, again, she had almost lost her home and everything because every time that he was supposed to help her with a bill or something, he always had an excuse. His sister was dying or something else happened. And one more story before we get into this. Another woman had... um, her and her children, um, she had gone to Africa to marry some man she had fallen in love with online. And um, he kept having issues and problems. She came back to the States, and he's still in Africa, and uh, it's always a reason why he can't come to the States and be with her and her children. Again, let's talk about squatters and strays, especially this time of year when We have so many of you. It's winter here. So, so many of you, you're looking for that hookup for the winter. You need that person in your life to validate you. You need that person in your life to give you that warm body during these cold winter nights. Several things about this. And so many of you, you followed my story for the last decade or so, um, And today I was sharing with someone, I said, I wonder what would have happened if I wasn't strong enough or if I was one of those people who didn't feel as though I could survive on my own without my ex-husband still being in my life. Now, he lives just a few yards away with the neighbor that he had the affair with. But again, go back 
again, a decade or so to some of my old shows. In the end, he was very bold about telling me his plans for the neighbor and what he actually thought of her. He needed someone who wouldn't question his motives and what he did. He needed someone who wouldn't question what he did all day. He needed someone who would give him things that he wanted. Now, so many of you that have followed me all these years, you know that his thing was he wanted a Ford F-150, and he expected me, his wife, to buy it for him. Well, I wasn't going to do that. I wouldn't buy a car for my son, so naturally I'm not going to buy one for my uh, a husband. But damned if the neighbor didn't get him that Ford F-150. It's an older model and it's a piece of junk. But hey, he's got his Ford F-150. And uh, some of the things that he does, he'll sit out here in front of my house near the mailboxes. And he's on the phone with other people telling them, it's just between you and me, okay? You and me together. We're in this together. And this and that and all of this. And not only that, but he's been hemmed up and hugged up with people that she knows very much, and it's not me. Now, for those of you who are saying, oh, you sound bitter, you sound this, let me tell you something. This is a man that was so narcissistic and sociopathic that he stole money from our grandchildren's piggy bank. He's that type of person who always has an excuse who um, we, I, I was his business coach in the beginning and he had great potential but he chose to take the low road he wanted someone to take care of him he didn't want to do things right when I met him and it's a damn shame that nowadays you have to check people's uh, blood types you have to check to see if they have any diseases you have to check to see if they have criminal backgrounds you have to check to see if they even have a driver's license because one thing that I learned about my ex-husband was that not only was he driving around in my vehicles because the vehicle that he had had broken down, I got it towed for him as a gift, but he didn't want to fix it. It was too much money to fix it. So at the time, he was using uh, my truck for his business to get his, his contracting business off the ground. But it turns out he didn't even have a driver's license. His driver's license wasn't just suspended. It was actually um, revoked. He could not get a license in Virginia, Maryland, or anywhere because he had not paid child support for, for his child from his previous marriage. And um, so he was going out of state, getting tickets and things. When I found tickets cleaning up our bedroom at the time, he would then get uh, violent with me. Um, when he finally found out that we were getting a divorce, uh, he decided to do some things that's a conversation for another night, all illegal, of course. Uh, and then it turns out that he's a convicted convicted felon and a criminal. And for those of you who follow me for all of these years, you know, I did the background checks and I did all of those things. All of those things I took care of and I did. But this is the kicker. He and someone else has the same First, middle, last name, born in the same month, about a few days apart, and I believe one year apart. And I kept getting this other person's criminal record. 
it wasn't until after we were married that I got the criminal record for him. And those records were almost identical, not saying that some of them were probably not mixed because a lot of people just don't do their damn jobs. But when I had a stranger in my house, I had enough love for myself to know that he had to go. So he worked out his plan. And when uh, mommy and daddy killed over and died, the two most irresponsible people out of the neighbor's family, the siblings all had homes of their own and things, so they moved into mommy and daddy's house. So now he lives a few yards in the back, and he's quick to be on his phone speaking loudly, um, telling people that he has a single-family home and, you know, some acres of land out here, and he does this, but yet he hasn't paid a penny for it. Why? Because he's still a squatter and a stray playing house. He's just playing house with someone different. He couldn't afford a box under bridge on his own. And I'm pretty sure that the neighbor's probably carrying things. And that brings us to tonight's discussion. With these other women, one thing that they said is that, um, well, you know, I had my own home and I was, my kids and I were handling things and, you know, this person, they're good to talk to and they bring something to it and they make me feel good and blah, 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 and this and that. And so they let these people infiltrate their worlds. They let these people come in, and before you know it, they have a roof over their head and food on the table, but every time that they need them for some type of financial support or anything other than a wet tail every now and then in a warm body in their beds, they have an excuse. And when they have these excuses, you let them stay. And the excuse is, well, you know, they're great to talk to. And, you know, they give me support in other ways. And, you know, they support when they can and blah, blah, blah. And one week turns into a month. And one month turns into several months. And then several months turns into a year and so forth and so on. Now, in my ex's case, he, of course, has the neighbor and But yet he's got second and third lives with all the women that he brought into that relationship that he had when he was married to me. But the neighbor, now she's in this neighborhood, and she's madly in love. When it snows, she's out there shoveling. He used to shovel when he was married to me. I wasn't going out there and being out there unless I chose to do so. And I wasn't buying him a truck. I wasn't getting him phones. I wasn't doing any of that. And yes. I want to know when you're planning on coming home, not because I wanted to know I was insecure, but I want to have dinner ready for you. That's my job. Even though I was an independent businesswoman, I also wanted to be the wife. I loved being a wife. I loved doing all of that. Now, he was cruel to me. There was a lot of domestic violence. Um, We had uh, the maximum protection orders that you could have in this state with a six-month extension, which is all you can get in this particular state, um, he would do so many things to me. And someone said, you know what, people don't change up up and change. The difference is that in mommy and daddy's house, of course, all of the siblings have keys. Her son lives there, and he's a grown man, or he stays there every now 
now and then. So he has to play that role to keep into this big house and have that land so that he can make people believe that he's this big time businessman. And all of the things, he's got crap on the side of the house and all of the garage, there's a double garage and it's full of so much of his crap that it looks like he built some type of a ramp from the door from the house to go to the garage that leads down across all the crap to come down. One of the garage doors no longer works. He's broken that, but he hasn't gotten that fixed. And there's so many things. They just got a new roof put on their house. I guarantee you he didn't pay for that either. But she's got a man. And I had written once that, um, what's that old adage that one person's trash is another person's treasure? Well, no, my trash is now her trash. The difference is, is that she's willing to accept it. She's willing to have that. And now that she's right here, oh, good Lord, she can't afford to let the world know that she's got a bum on her hands. And she's just that desperate, like he said. She was a lonely heart. She could be controlled. And it was so funny that everything that his plans is working out. And now he'll come here. There's times when he'll come here. He'll turn around and sit in front of the house with the headlights on. My house, mind you. But um, he wasn't paying any taxes when he was married to me. He refused to do that. He certainly wasn't paying any business taxes. And if she's not on point... I'm waiting for them to get married so that when other government entities and things come in, karma is going to just have her way. Karma is going to do what karma does. Now, I'm protected. I have a lot of self-defense classes. I have a lot of ways to protect myself. This man had made threats to me before. If you go on our uh, YouTube site, you will see that. or hear some of the messages that he left me, you will know all of that. People, stop taking in strays and squatters. Stop doing it. Listen to this. I want you to hear this for a moment. Listen. You hear that silence? That's peace of mind. I don't have the domestic violence in my house anymore. I don't have some leech on me living in my space, making my peaceful home a living hell, taking from me and not giving anything back. If you're investing some all of this into a relationship and you're getting little to no return, baby, you bought the wrong stock. And this is for gentlemen, women, whoever whoever you are. Listen, leeches come in all forms, shapes, sizes, and colors. The bottom line is that you need to understand and know when to get rid of these people in your lives. I always shared, I went out and got, I tried to get rid of everything that evil touched in this home. When karma comes knocking for him, whether it's some of his other women or whatever it's going to be, because people are so silly here. He's a smooth-talking, narcissistic sociopath. He runs the neighborhood. Uh, If one more neighbor tells me that he's speaking ill of me, we're going to have a problem. 
he wants to continue to play house with his whore in the backyard bed and breakfast, I suggest he leaves my name off of his lips. But he's so trying. When people aren't living right, you ever have those people that always want to try to integrate themselves in the friends and family's lives in the neighborhood or wherever, and they always start talking and talking about things that nobody's asking them about. You see, squatters and strays, they want to put up that facade. They want to put up that whole image that they belong. Now, this fool of mine, my ex, is going to be 60 years old next month. He has no retirement plan. He has nothing to offer anyone. But the neighbor's going to take care of him because he said that she's dumb enough to do it. She's desperate enough to do it. And it was so funny because when I found out who he was cheating with, when we were still married, I saw her mother and father at the mailbox and they were asking how we were and all of that. And I said, well, he's cheating with a neighbor. And her father talked about these dirty, filthy, nasty women and this and that. So I guess when he discovered that the dirty, filthy, nasty woman was his own daughter, it became okay. So it was easy for him to just buy out his time and wait for mommy and daddy to die. And lo and behold, now they're living in that house. He's got the key and he's making pretend like he owns that house and he belongs here. And the one person that knows all of his dirt is a few yards away. I wasn't going to put up with it, people. Don't let a stray and a squatter come into your world. This one, the one woman who had the fake doctor, she had a beautiful home, mini mansion type home. Lost everything. Because she kept investing in this man. Well, I loved him. And, you know, my kids liked him and blah, blah, blah. Don't put the kids in the middle of this. You kept this fool around because you wanted him around. She wanted him around. Don't put your children and say, well, you know, they're good for the children. No, they're not. Because they're teaching the children. At some point, the truth will come out. Stop keeping. You wouldn't pull a stray cat or a stray dog into your house, would you? You don't know what kind of disease they're bringing with them. You don't know. You don't want to have to pay the vet bills and all of that. Strays and squatters come in many forms. Could be a family member. Come to stay a while, and next thing you know, six months later, they're still there shacking up in your house, sleeping on the sofa, eating your food. If you are investing all of this into junk stock, it's time for you to get rid of it. If you keep allowing garbage to build up in your home, it will start to stink after a while. This is when I get quiet to give you a chance to digest what I've said this far. So many of us, you have those squatters and those strays in your personal space that you are maintaining, that you are paying for. And by the way, depending on your state, you might want to check this out. After 30 days in this state, you can't just tell them to leave. You have to go to court and have them evicted. 
And so many of you, I don't want to deal with court. No, I don't do this. You keep making excuses of why you allow them to stay. And there's so many people in the past, they will say, well, you sound like you're bitter. Let me tell you something. This man tore up my house from the basement to the top floor. He tried to burn my house to the ground. He said that if he couldn't have half of my property and my truck, I would have 100% of nothing. He violated my body when I couldn't defend myself and then told me that I couldn't go to the judge and say that we didn't have sexual relations, so I could not divorce him. So you see, if I didn't divorce him, we would still be married. He might be plotting to finish what he threatened to do, like the lady who was on the talk show this week. The only time that I sent a text to the neighbor, I said, he's your problem now. Just make sure that when he comes to you, that he comes with what he left, what he came here with. He leaves with nothing and lies. He admitted that, you know, he did, it was too hard to do the right thing. Why, when he could find a woman like the neighbor who could take care of him and be submissive, who could be his puppet, who could get him that there Ford F-150 that I wasn't going to buy for him. I overheard him on the phone one day before we got divorced telling a a family member, I'm going to get that truck and I'm going to do that because that's the embodiment of my company and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. Oh, hell no. One thing that I did is that I knew that I needed to get a new truck before we got married. Anything that I wanted, I got it before we got married, just in case. That would not be marital property. Marital, rather. Property. Oh, no. Oh, absolutely not. He left with his nothing and his lies. Oh, yeah, and he stole about $300 from the grandchildren's piggy bank because he's just that much of a bum with a fake business. You could look on uh, the site to, to talk about businesses. Now he's supposed to be an LLC, but there's no indication that, that he's a limited liability company or corporation anywhere. He just tacked on an L, L, and a C to the end of his company's name, and then he changed everything to the address out back. That used to be the address here when he was here. But the difference is that I had made him a legitimate entity, but he didn't want that. Oh, no. Why, when he can make pretend like he's a big-time contractor living in mommy and daddy, dead mommy and daddy's house, for the woman that he had the affair with, while he can still run around. You leave at 6, 7 o'clock in the morning. You don't come home until 7, 8 o'clock at night. You bring all of the trash from wherever it is you're allegedly working. You put that on the side of the house to have some guy in the pickup truck come and take your trash. What kind of contractor does that? That's not how contractors work. They clean up their mess. They have agreements with the, the dumps or wherever they go. Or they bring in rollerways to put all of their stuff away. Anybody in their right mind would question his authenticity. 
but so many people are looking for the cheap way out. They'll hire him, give him a couple dollars. When I was married, I love it, the, the deacon who owns a house two doors down, he told me, and he knew what was going on. He was there when the police were here and all of the nine yards. He said, hey, you know, times are hard, and I'm looking for cheap labor. So what I'll do is I'll tell him to be gone before you get home from work. So tell me what your work schedule is. Like I'm going to tell him and his criminal-ass family when I'm coming and going, even though he was working two doors away at the time, so that he wouldn't be around when I got home. I said, we have a protection order. He can't work it. Well, times are hard. Nobody cares. When you need help, you will be surprised how many people will turn their backs on you. Don't put yourself in a situation where you have someone living in your world that does not belong there that you cannot get rid of. I share my story because I don't want you all to make the mistakes that I made. I don't want you all to be in the position where I was, where I was left with nothing but my faith, forgiveness, and four cents to my name. Because at that time, I had lost everything. I wasn't working. He was supposed to be there to support me and all of that. The last set of money that he got, he took it. He went down south to meet his long-lost daughter and to meet a couple of older women that he met on one of those older dating sites. He would be on sites like hotgranny.com. He's sick and twisted. The difference is now is that he's here, and he'll sit at the mailbox sometimes, six, seven minutes. Get your mail, turn your truck around, back your truck up, and go home to the bed and breakfast, to the backyard bed and breakfast. Don't sit, don't come home late at night, don't pass my home, don't turn and have your headlights on my house, go home. And it's not because I think he loves me and all of that, I don't think he's capable of love. I think that it's intimidation because one thing that narcissists don't like to do, they don't like to lose. No matter what they have or they can gain and acquire, they do not like to lose. They they do not like losing. They don't like when they know that they have lost control. And in my case, my squatter and stray, he just seemed to be that type who thought that all women would respond the same. And many of them must have because he thought that I was just going to fall in line and allow him to walk over me and allow him to be creeping in the neighborhood with a neighbor. And he made it a point. Neighbors knew. They knew. He would go down the street and go across the street, and she'd ride out after him and pick him up across the street on the other side of the road. She would tell him things. I have a big heart. I've taken in people, and I've done things for people, and they've screwed me over time and time again. That comes from me coming from a very abusive childhood, an abusive family setting. But I always tried to make things better. I wanted to make people happy. In the beginning, I was such a broken vessel, I was doing it the wrong way. But when I found out that this man was a liar and a cheat, he had to go. I had found my voice by then. 
but behind the scenes, he was stealing things. I'm still thinking that one of my prized possession paintings that I have is missing. And I'm pretty sure because their house at the time, he was so bold. He was working in their house, in mommy and daddy's house. And they had the same color scheme as some of my paintings. And I think one of them is missing. If I could find it in that house, my, honest to goodness, that would be a problem. But again, I don't want to bring any tainted things where that evil is tethered to back in my home. So it would stay where it is. Don't let these squatted gentlemen, I don't care how pretty she is. Some of you, you're so broken and you're, you have low or no self-esteem where you will hook up. And when you get a woman that's halfway decent looking, you want to give her the world and she's taking it. And another one that's creeping on the side in many cases, not all, nothing is absolute, but a lot of these women are taken from you and then they're doing their own thing on the side too because they're also looking for something better. And like I said, what I'm witnessing here with my ex is that the neighbor doesn't ever have to worry about me wanting it back. That's not going to happen. Some of her competition and worries are a lot closer. Where I live is a small place. It's not like you cannot know what's going on. And you never know who you might know. And uh, someone had told me something about him, and I, I, I said, I didn't even notice because I don't pay him any attention. I have a lot of security cameras and things just in case he loses his way, and he wants to try anything crazy. I have informed the courts. I have informed the state. I have informed everyone that I will do what I have to do to protect myself because when he was married to me, he was an absolute monster. And when I was listening to the show earlier this week, one of the talk shows earlier this week, I said, I wonder what it would have been like or if I would even still be in the land of the living had I not divorced him. So the best thing that he can come up with is to tell the neighbors, oh, it was terrible and he's the victim. Narcissists love to play the victim. Not every neighbor is buying into his BS, but hey, whatever works for him. Because he has to make people know, I belong here. I'm a neighbor. I'm living here now. How many times have you been in those relationships where your, your abusers, they're out there convincing everyone around you that you're the crazy one, you're the bad person? And nobody... Some people might not give you that chance. They might just fall for it because they're so charismatic. Oh, he, they can't be a bad person. They can't be this. The difference with me is that people, and this is where so many of you, again, you sabotage your own happiness and success because you won't file charges against these people. And some of you do, and then they'll sweet talk you into dropping them. Heads up, courts do not like that. If they see that you have a history of filing charges and then you drop them, 
you're sabotaging yourself because judges don't want you to keep wasting their time, period. They do not like it. You go there for a protection order, you may not get it. Even when I was in court for him, there was a woman there and the judge reamed her out. She was black and blue, but she was there the week before and the month before and several times before, and she kept letting her perpetrator come back into her life, and the judge reamed her out. And I believe he denied her protection order at that point. Her history was vast and wide. Don't get to that place where you cannot get your squatter and your stray out of your life. And trust me, strays will move on. If you put out food, stray dogs and cats are going to keep coming to your house until you stop putting out food. And then they're going to look for their meal source elsewhere. That's how you handle strays. Stop feeding them. Squatters, you have a small window, I believe, in every single state to get them out of your lives before you have to have them evicted. And in some cases, they can try to challenge their eviction. Or, in worst case scenarios, the judge can put you out of your own place and let your squatter have your home. Let that sink in for a moment. Don't bring those squatters into your lives. If they're not bringing you something, if they're not 50-50, if they're not 40-60 or whatever the heck it's going to be, if they give you a couple dollars every now and then, if they always have excuses why they can't carry their own weight, and you keep taking money from your children and yourselves to support you and your squatter, this show is for you because we're going to walk this journey together and we're going to figure out ways to help you break free from the vicious cycle that you are in. It's all about squatters and strays. Even the teacher gets tired of trying to help students who are not willing to learn, who are not willing to change. I'm growing weary. You know, I thought about the three scenarios that I told you about, the three women and their stories. And then I thought about so many of you, cases that I'm dealing with, with people who have done the same thing. 
Now, my job is to try to help people to get out of certain situations and to help them to break free from one another. I've had some cases where one client will then attack me like I'm the enemy without getting too deeply. had one client who even tried to insinuate that I was being nicer to her significant other because obviously we had something going on. Things that I have to deal with in my professional life. When I'm dealing with couples who are going through that breakup, I'm here to help you find your peace, find your purpose. Go from tragedy to triumph. I've never liked to listen to people who give me textbook answers for everything, who have not experienced anything. Let me say that again. I have never liked listening to people who gave me textbook answers when they have not experienced anything that You may have gone through what I've gone through. I share this because I know what pain you're going through in silence. I know exactly what you're doing. I know exactly what you're feeling. And I know that you may be feeling like you're so alone, that no one is here for you. And that is just not true. You're not alone. You're not alone. You know, the more I talk about this, the more I feel so much of the pain of the people that I've been working with, the more that I feel it's not even about me because I will protect myself by any means necessary. It's becoming daunting. It's becoming tiresome for me to keep speaking and so many women are so broken and you don't believe in yourself. You don't feel as though you deserve anything more than what you are tolerating and putting up with day in and day out. Gentlemen, I'm talking to you. If she's no good for you, guess what? Put her out. Let the squatters and the strays hook up and find each other. Gentlemen, you deserve better too. Or better yet, learn how to love yourselves enough to be happy alone. 
And, oh, my gosh, I have to talk to you tonight because, what, in a couple of days it will be February the 14th, Valentine's Day, and you all will be right back to square one. Oh, it's Valentine's Day, and I'm all by myself, and I want somebody, too, and I want this and that. Oh, my gosh. I get emails every single day from all my favorite restaurants telling me what all of the different um, Valentine packages that they have are. I'm thinking about ordering myself a special meal. I just recently, well, tonight I got my order of my bath and body products. I have no problems lighting the candles, running me a bubble bath, having a good meal, turning on my favorite music, and getting me a good night's sleep. Because guess what? Got a brand new mattress. I was just sharing with someone. No one slept on this mattress but me. If he doesn't have his own place that we can go to, or we don't agree to to go to a hotel, we can go half and half or he can pay. For me, the men have always paid 100%, but I do offer to pay half if that's what we choose to do when we're just getting started. It's okay to be alone, gentlemen. It's okay to be alone, my sisters. You need to learn how to shine and shine brightly. Some of you are sharing your messages with me in private messages. I will get to you when I end the show. I'm probably going to end the show early. So I want you to, um, it's probably going to be about an hour show tonight because I want you all to really start working on your plan. You need to go and get out your journals. You need to write down your feelings. Weigh the the pros and cons of whoever you're with. Are they a squatter or a stray, or are they bringing a serious return on your investment to your relationships? Because if they're not, you need to do what needs to be done. And again, many of you, first things first. Do a web search for your courts and see what the requirements are to get that squatter or that stray out of your lives. Some of you, depending on the time and whatever, you may be able to just tell them to go. Call the police and have them removed. But for many of you, you will have to go through a legal process. That's something that the court will have to do. You will have to go through the courts to do. You need to have that support in place to help you get through this. A friend, a family member, or you may need to call 
a neutral party or some type of organization that can help you work through this. Because a lot of times some of our worst supporters and people are the people who should be loving us and supporting us. So in those cases, you need to find whatever organization can help you in your area. Do this. You deserve to be happy. You can do bad by yourself. Isn't that what the old adage says? You can do bad by yourself. You're taking away from yourself. You're taking away from your children if you have any. You're putting too much time, effort, and money into the wrong people. So, ladies and gentlemen, before I end tonight, I want you to do this. Really, go to the bathroom, close the door. Wait until everyone's asleep, and you need to find some time to talk to yourself, the person that you see in the mirror, and your higher being or whomever it is, you need to really sit down and you need to take a good look at your lives. Who is the person that's living under your roof? What are they bringing into your world? And it's not, oh, they somebody to talk to. You call people on the phone and talk to anybody you want. Heck, you can call me, 646-784-726. That's our number tonight. Or 202-618-2556. You can set up a time, an appointment for me to call you. And we can talk a while so you can talk about whatever's on your mind. We were going to do a Zoom session next week and have a special guest, but the special guest backed out. I'm going to be on Zoom next week from 9 to 10 o'clock next Saturday the 13th, from 9 to 10 o'clock, I'm going to have a special Zoom session. I'm going to be sharing some some titanium tidbits with you again and some good things to help you take care of you, bath and body products, things that I happen to like. I'm going to be giving doing another review show, and you can always join me there. Give me a call at 202-618-2556 if you don't follow me on social media. And I will send you the link so that you can come into the Zoom session. Or if you don't uh, have time to join, the Zoom session will be up on our uh, YouTube channel along with this program as well. And uh, you'll be able, for the hearing impaired we will have um, closed captioning done there. So before I go tonight, as always, listen, have about three minutes left in our program. I want to pray each and every one of you enough. I want to pray you enough sunshine to brighten your rainy days. I also want to pray you enough rain to make those gardens of yours grow beautifully. I want to pray you enough smiles to turn the frown that you've been carrying around totally upside down. But most of all, I want to pray you enough strength and courage to face whatever is living in your homes 
knocking at your door, coming your way from this very moment and beyond. Let's continue to walk this journey together. This road called life can be bumpy, rocky, and you may have some detours and, and, and setbacks and all types of things. But the journey is so much better when you're walking it with someone who's paved the way to make your journey a little bit smoother. If you need help finding someone to help you with resources so that you can get rid of your squatter and your stray and try to help them stay away from you, there's certain things that you need to do. Take a self-defense class. If you're not used to having a weapon, you might want to take weapons training or firearms training or whatever it takes. Now, if you're that type of person that's just not strong enough, I do not recommend firearms training. Um, it is not for you because you will just get that, that firearm taken away from you and it could be used against you. Again, let me say that. You're not at that point. Or you're at that point where you could do something that could get you in a lot of trouble. Firearms training is not for you. Self-defense, you have the right to defend yourself. Talk to someone. Talk to a professional. See what you can do. See what your options are. Stop off at your local police precinct. Talk to them about what you're going through. Ask what your options are. Go to your local courthouse. Again, talk to someone there. Talk to the clerk of the court who should be able to help you and guide you in the right direction. I want you to be happy, healthy, and most of all, safe. I want you to be successful. We can't do that if we're taking care of squatters and strays. Especially those who are just who are totally disrespecting us. So until next time, listen, be well, be blessed. I'm C Maria. 202-618-2556. If you want to send me an email, let's grow at cmariawall.com. That's let's grow at cmariawall.com. We have a brand new website too at thewallfoundationinc.org. We do have contact forms there as well. Uh, and just so you know, Focus and Healing Through Hurt, iTalk Radio Network, and all of our virtual and real-world programs are sponsored by the Wall Foundation Incorporated, which is an IRS-approved 501c3 nonprofit. If you go to our website, we have donate buttons throughout the site. You can scroll down to the bottom. On our About Us page, we have one at the top. I believe I left it there. If not, it's at the bottom now. Hit Donate. You'll be able to donate to us a tax-deductible donation. We do all of our programs through the help of sponsors and donors such as you. And your uh, donations are tax-deductible to the fullest extent of current laws and the U.S. So if you can, we would appreciate your support. But again, visit thewallfoundationinc.org. 
You can join our mailing list there, or you can send us a message. We have forms there for you. Or you can give us a call, 202-618-2556. 202-618-2556. That is our number. I promise you that someone will get back to you. And many times, I'm very hands-on, so you will talk to me personally. So until next time, remember, you have to be proactive in order for you to find the life that you deserve truly. It's time to let the squatters and strays go. Learn how to be happy by yourself. Give yourselves time to heal. Give yourselves time to discover who you will become. When you find yourself walking this journey called life by yourself for a while, until you are healed to the point where you are ready to venture out and don't jump into the first thing that you see. Enjoy a good meal and great conversation. Then you go home. You're that cold, get an electric blanket. Oh, did I tell you all about my electric blanket? I love it. I get up underneath there, I press a button. I'm warm all night. If I don't want to turn on my space heater or turn on any other heat, I'm toasty warm. Just me, my blanket, and a good night's sleep. Valentine's Day is coming. Don't accept. Don't go out here and spend $1,000 on your squad or your stray. And then they give you a card with some bull crap in it. It's okay. You can go out and get yourself a good meal. You can go out and enjoy everything by yourself. Instead of you, I love me some her, I love me some him. Try I love me some me. And you treat yourself like a king or queen. Because you deserve it. You deserve only the best. So until next time, be well, be blessed. We'll be back here again uh, next month, the first Saturday of every month. We're here for Focus After Dark. We will see you then. And, of course, be on the lookout. Our events calendar will have up the information for next week. All of our events and upcoming uh, conversations are on our events calendar. So you can always see what's going on at thewallfoundationinc.org. Until next time, be well, be blessed. I'll talk to you soon. As we begin, we will end with Tori Lee's Good Music. I'll see you soon. I get lost in your word. It feels so good when I'm hurt. Take my mind. So before I go. <laughs> I thought that I had mentioned this earlier that some people that um, uh, sometimes people think that I'm being bitter and this and that. 
let me say this because I someone sent me a message and I wanted to respond to this. Listen, you can't use my life experience as validation for you accepting and staying in your bad place and relationship. Like I said, in my situation, that individual tore up everything that I spent a lifetime building. They violated my body. They disrespected our our marriage, not just the relationship, our marriage. They stole from the grandchildren. They were bums and the thieves. Now explain to me why you think that I would be bitter and want that back in my life. I will hug the neighbor because she took that ratchetness off of my hands. Again, my trash is now her trash. I know he's faking the phone and he's making pretend. Like I said, he's almost 60 years old. He doesn't have a retirement. He has zero. And at some point, she's going to have to start taking care of her squatter and her stray. He strayed from one house to the next house. So I'm not bitter. So don't think that I'm bitter. Oh, I'm just saying it because I'm bitter. Just to try to convince yourself that what you're doing, staying where you are, is where you need to be. No, 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 no. Don't use my personal life to validate your bad decision. Because that's not it at all. I wouldn't take him back if my life depended on it. I certainly wouldn't take him back if his life depended on it. No, 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 no. So I just wanted to add that because there's always that one or two per- people that want to say, well, you just saying that because you bitter. You know that you still love him. No, no, no. See, the person who I fell in love with did not exist. I don't wouldn't have fallen in love with that. that. I would not have married that had I known that that was who it was. So, no, 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 my dears, no. Not gonna, don't use me to validate your bad decision making. Absolutely not. I'm at a, you want to hear that again? Let me, let me let Miss Tori get done playing so you can hear the quiet that I'm living with. Let me do that before we come off. Let me let you hear that quiet one more time. So as soon as the music is stopped playing in the background, I'm going to let you hear the quiet again because you all need to hear that, obviously. See, while you're there and you're arguing and you're listening to the lies and they're disrespecting you and some of you are disrespecting your children and they're using your resources, eating your food and wasting your money and this and that. Listen to what I'm dealing with. I want you all to listen to this before we go. Listen. Nobody's calling me out of my name. Nobody's stealing my money. Nobody's eating my food. Nobody's wasting my utilities, my electricity, and, and running up bills. Nobody's borrowing my vehicles. Listen. cold outside, but I got me an electric blanket and a brand new mattress. I'm good. Listen. 
I have my peace. How about you? Something for you to think about. All right. We're going back to Tori Lee's Good Music. I'll see you all again next month. Haven't figured out what that topic is going to be yet because life experiences influence what show we're going to have. And if you have a topic, feel free to send it to me. Let's grow at cmariawall.com or visit our website. Contact me through the uh, forms there, thewallfoundationinc.org. T-H-E-W-A-L-L-F-O-U-N-D-A-T-I-O-N-I-N-C dot O-R-G. Send us a message, and I will look into picking one of those topics. But yeah, I'm at such a good place. I'm at such a good place right now. And um, maybe next month we'll talk about letting go. That's a story within itself. So maybe next month it'll be about letting go. So you'll have to keep track. Check out our website. You can always find out where we are. You can always find us on all of our social media there as well. There's buttons there that will connect you to us as well. So until then, be well, be blessed. Okay, this time I'm leaving. And the rest of you, I promise you, I will get to your private messages as soon as the show ends. I will be still on the clock for about another hour or so, or until I'm done responding to all of your messages. So keep up and know that you are worthy, your precious gifts on this planet, and you deserve the absolute best. Good night, everyone. Let the whispers follow Marvin Gaye 
in my headphones till the music starts to fade away. I give away my brown sugar for a bit of pop. If love really was a bullet, I'd have took the shot. Yeah. Uh, now would you buy me a drink just to take me home? Put your game in a song just to make me moan. I like my Robin Thicke, me alone. A thug album, triple shots, that's a trade. I get lost in your words. It feels so good when I'm hurt. Takes my mind off of the pain. Love when the beat takes me away. It's only good 